A few years ago, I got the idea that I wanted my own brand for women to sell women's clothing and lingerie, but I had no idea where to get started. But then I found Shopify. <coughs> Shopify is your no excuses business partner. Sell without needing to code or design. Just bring your best ideas and Shopify will help you open up shop. One of the biggest obstacles for a first-time shop owner like me is having no e-commerce experience, but Shopify simplified everything so much that the site has become the least of my worries. From the graphic design aspect to making customer service super easy on my end, there's nothing you can't do. They give you everything you need to take control of your business, even as a beginner. Sign up now for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash for the girls, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash for the girls now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash for the girls. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. I'm headed on a trip to Aruba, so I had to go on a huge shopping spree for all new summer clothes, so I know that's exactly how I would use the money I got from Earn In. So make Earn In a part of your financial routine and join Earn In's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earn In, I think about financial stability, security, it gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earn In today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in For The Girls under podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. For The Girls under podcast. Earn In is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Settling is not an option for me. Everything I desire is already mine. What if you can have it all? <laughs> because every day is for the girls. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of For the Girls. I'm your host, Victoria Alario. And today we are talking about overcoming hustle burnout. And if you heard my episode, two episodes back, titled, You Don't Need to Have a Victim Story, it kind of triggered further thoughts, and I realized that there was even more that we can talk about that can really help girls in the workplace, or more specifically, maybe business owners. So this is going to be a really good one about stepping into your feminine, softer energy, even while working and being a boss and doing all the things that you have to do. But before we get into that, a couple quick things to go over. Number one, I am so excited because I collabed with Color Me Megs to make the cutest little crew neck. So this is like my first ever For The Girls merch and it's going to be dropping on Sunday the 16th. So 
Like I said, it's super cute. There will be pictures on Instagram for you to check out. But every girl is going to want this hoodie. Well, I guess it's not a hoodie. It's a crew neck. But every girl is going to want this sweatshirt. It is very aesthetically pleasing. It's very cool girl vibes. And it will be limited edition. So be on the lookout for this collab with Color Me Megs. And make sure to get your hands on it ASAP because it's launching Sunday the 16th and it will not be around for too long. And then the other thing is that I am back to opening up regular one-on-one -on -one confidence coaching. As you all know, I launched my group coaching program, Queens of Confidence, and it is now go time. If there's anyone who does want to sign up at the last minute, send me a DM so we can get you in the program before the live calls start, which will be hosted on Sundays beginning actually the same day that the crew neck is launched. So the 16th is going to be a big day because the crew neck will be launching that day and it is the first live session of the group coaching program, Queens of Confidence. But if anyone is not joining that program, the link is now available again for one-on-one -on -one coaching with me. So you can inquire there if you want to work with me privately. So getting into today's topic, I'm going to jump around a little bit. Like I said, two episodes back talking about you don't need to have a victim story. I said how that episode came to be because of a conversation that I was having with somebody who basically just said to me, like, you were born to do this, you were made for this, you don't have a before and after story starting from a really low place and, you know, transforming with your confidence because you've just always been confident. You were made to do this type of work. You were created for this. And I go on and on and on and talk about that in the episode. So if you haven't heard it, feel free to check that one out. And so I have been thinking about this specific type of topic lately. And then if anybody has the app called The Pattern, if you don't have it, get it. It's insane because we all know our sign, like your birthday, your month, like it makes you your sign. Like I'm an Aquarius because my birthday is February 7th. But you also have a whole chart based on where you were born, the time of your birth, like all of these things aside from just your birthday. And so based on your birth, your whole birthday situation, like all the details, you have a whole chart. And so then you have a whole entire like horoscope based on your chart. And so the pattern gives you all of that information and it is fucking creepy. I know some people are not really into the signs and they don't really believe in all that kind of stuff, but it is bizarre how on point it is. And it's not like you're giving them a ton of information. You're giving them simply your birthday and your name. Like, you're not giving them personal information. It's just wild. And so the pattern gave me a crazy thing that was so spot on about work. And it was so similar to what I was talking about being born for this. So I'm going to read you guys my pattern that came up. And by the way, you get all different patterns. Relationship, friendship, whatever. But also career. So this one was about career. And it says to me, at work and out in the world, you're intended to be of service to others in a way that feels sacred to you. You're learning what motivates you is not success or money, 
but being of service to others and making a genuine difference. You're not driven by materialism. You're more focused on spiritual pursuits and may find yourself drawn to experiences that bring you outside of mundane reality. You're intended to be more focused on healing and helping others and you're intended to find work that feels like a calling, which this is where it gets weird. The the whole like you're intended to find work that feels like a calling, which is literally everything that I was just talking about being born to do this. Um, And it goes on to say you're intended to do work that is something sacred to you. It should feel like you were born to do your job. Isn't this fucking weird? It should feel like you were born to do your job. Although it can be challenging to find a meaningful career that is also financially rewarding, but for you, it's worth the effort. Something will seem amiss if your work doesn't align with your core values or if your work isn't in service to something meaningful. You naturally sense what people need and where their suffering or unhappiness lies. So it's important that you have work that allows you to channel this gift and help others. How fucking wild is this? It's literally telling me this is a gift that I was born with and that I have. It goes on to say, your sensitivity toward others is rare. So that's why this gift is so important to you. In your personal life and intimate relationships, you might exhibit a very different side of yourself. In fact, it might be opposite of your outward-facing self. But what you show the world is your ability to merge with others and open their hearts to create space for emotional healing. Your career will allow you to tap into your sense of empathy and kindness, and you work best when your job feels deeply connected to this purpose. So this kind of just like blew me away because it was so on point to everything that I have been thinking and feeling lately. And it's even weirder because it says in here how I show a very different side of myself in my personal life and my intimate relationships. But in the other areas of my life, it's a very like, emotionally healing empathetic kindness deeply connected type of version of me and it's so true because with my friends and people who know me I'm just I'm very sassy and I'm a little not to say like closed off but I'm not as vulnerable or I'm not as open I tend to have my guard up when it comes to intimate relationships and it's just a a different side of me versus when I'm doing this sort of work whether it be my podcast or with my clients I am like as transparent as they come all bets are off I'm very open very emotional like very focused on healing and the inner work and all that kind of stuff and so yeah it is interesting to see how this app basically called me out on like my hard and tough side versus my soft and emotional side and I feel like that's how I like it says here how I work best that's how I connect with my my people when I'm just deeply rooted in my purpose anyway so I've been thinking about this it's been a reoccurring thing my pattern came up and whatever and then it hit me yesterday 
how a couple of months ago, back in, I believe, October or November, there was a post on Instagram that I reshared. I reshared all the slides. And it was posted by somebody whose, their Instagram account is Samantha S. Kelly. And I'm going to read you the all, you know, what it all says. And I remember just going on a tangent on my Instagram story talking about how powerful this is. And you'll hear it all kind of ties in to what, where I'm going with this. And it leads to this whole overcoming burnout situation. So Samantha S. Kelly posted this. The girl boss movement is becoming toxic. There's a huge difference between women finding their power and creating from the soul and the girl boss hustle culture that we are becoming drenched in. Women aren't men. Women build differently. We create differently. We do it differently. Lately, the vibe has been to meet and match men which is not only screwing up the polarity of relationships, but women are burning out and not pursuing their soul's calling. It's time for a new way. The new way for women is listening, honoring, and following the innate wisdom that oozes from her body. Being intentional about the create and rest dance that is the key to her expansion. The new way is knowing her body is the instrument for all creation and the most productive thing she can do is align her energetics and become a magnet, not produce until she's drained from her life force. The new way is understanding the power that is in the womb, the center of all creation. The new way is to let her work flow in cycles and seasons and then let it stop altogether, trusting that even in the stillness, life is being created. The new way is a deepening into surrender, into trust, and into our inner knowing. And it's also knowing that some days work looks like letting ourselves purge darkness in bed for hours. The new way is knowing the true metrics for success aren't revenue numbers and profit margins, but nervous system regulation and deep fulfillment. There's a new vibe. It's not a this or that, nor is it a girl boss or housewife. It's a completely new paradigm. One where women know where their true power originates. This new way is emerging and we are collectively birthing it together. The vibe is being powered by love and the jet fuel of your soul's mission while it feeling so damn good while the journey unfolds. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. So like I said, I reposted that and talked about that way back six or so months ago without even realizing this all intertwines. I have gone through so many seasons of feeling guilt when it comes to work for all different reasons. Guilt that I'm not working hard enough. Guilt that I'm not working enough hours. Or guilt that I don't have a victim story and I don't have a before and after transformation. And guilt that what I do just comes naturally to me. And guilt that I don't have to work as hard on my gift as other people do because 
it's just for me and it's just deep within my core beliefs and my values and my soul and my purpose and all of this comes out to the one thought that is really in my mind lately that hustle culture is out. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around the weight of different stressors in life and no matter how big or small, when we keep them bottled up, it could start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's not just for those who've experienced major trauma. Therapy can even be there to just empower you to be the best version of yourself or to also help you practice setting and enforcing boundaries too. So if you've been thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can even switch therapists if need be at any time for no additional charge. Therapy has never been made so easy before. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash for the girls today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash for the girls. We're all girls here, so I think it's safe to say we all agree that we mostly look forward to going home every day simply so we could take our bras off. We wear bras because we have to, not because we want to. But today's sponsor, Honey Love, just might be the thing that changes that for you. Say goodbye to underwire and bulky fabrics that make you sweat. Honey Love has started a revolution of bras you actually want to wear. Their bras feature supportive bonding that eliminates the need for underwire altogether without sacrificing lift. Plus, they're made with fabric that's so soft, it'll feel like a second skin and you'll forget you're even wearing it. For a limited time, only you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash for the girls. Support my show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash for the girls. I personally started wearing Honey Love over the summer and was in shock of how comfortable I felt in their bra and shapewear. I'm a huge shapewear girly, especially for special occasions like a wedding to wear under a dress. And sometimes they're just so uncomfortable, too tight. They roll down, they roll up and end up becoming more of a burden than anything else. But I felt so confident wearing Honey Love. It was a totally new experience for me. And now I swear by them. So treat yourself to the best bras on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash for the girls. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash for the girls. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support my show and tell them I sent you. Treat yourself to Honey Love because you deserve it. This burnout is done with. It's time to work from our soul's purpose and it's time to really surrender into what makes us feel good and like she even talks about in this post she said sometimes we just have to let ourselves purge darkness in bed for hours and accept and be okay with that even stillness even in stillness life is still being created and just work in the flows and the cycles and the seasons and come and go and let yourself just be a woman who creates from the soul and not in this forceful this or that. Like I either got to be a girl boss or I got to be a housewife. You can be 
all of the things and live your life in alignment and follow the frequency and the energetics and just be a magnet to what belongs to you rather than producing, producing, producing until you are completely drained. I've realized that hustle culture is actually driven by a scarcity mindset. And I realize how hypocritical I have been at points because I'm all about abundance. I talk about abundance in all of these episodes. I talk about abundance with my clients. I'm always coaching about operating from an abundant mindset. But I also spent years in this hustle culture way and feeling guilty, like I said, if I wasn't hustling and making other people feel guilty if they weren't hustling. Like I was just really this go, 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 go. No one should be watching Netflix. Like I was always like reposting things. Like not that I was creating the content, but you know when those um, memes come up on your Explore page and it's like, if you have time to watch Netflix, you have time to build a dream. And it's like talking about the things that you should be doing in your spare time. And I used to believe that like there was no such thing as free time. So instead of going out on weekends, I was working on weekends. Instead of spending my nights in bed watching a show, I was spending my nights working because I just felt like, I I shouldn't do that. Why would I waste time doing something unproductive when I can be productive? And when you really think about it, that is not abundance. You think you're generating abundance because you're like, oh, well, I'm hustling for more, 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 more. And abundance is all about more. And I can have whatever I want. I can have all the things and I can have more. So you think by hustling more, 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 more that you're generating abundance. But the reality is you're in survival mode when you're doing that. You're in scarcity mode when you're doing that. It's almost a fear of not having enough or not doing enough or not getting enough. That's what's making you want to hustle even more. So when I had gone through phases of, of making it like, you shouldn't be enjoying free time or you shouldn't be resting because there's so much work to be done. Even though I thought that it meant I was going to see more success than other people, really it ultimately meant in my own head I didn't have enough success. I needed more success and I didn't have enough to be able to enjoy my life because I couldn't afford to enjoy my life. And when I think about it now, I'm like, wow, that is fucked up. I was not protecting my energy at all. I was depleting my energy. I was not taking care of myself at all. And I think that we need to take care of ourselves and protect ourselves and our energy guilt-free. Rest and self-care are a requirement, not a reward. Not a privilege. They are, we are all entitled to have rest and self-care. Not think that, oh, if I do this, then I can reward myself with laying down or with a nap or taking care of myself or getting a massage. In fact, it's the opposite. Rest and self-care are a priority. They are a non-negotiable We need to listen to our gut, especially as women. They always say, no one's into, there's nothing like a woman's intuition. A woman's intuition is everything. So we need to listen to our gut, listen to our intuition, and listen to the calling that's in our core and in our heart and on our heart 
and allow ourselves that grace. And if something feels out of bounds, we have to trust that feeling and say no. What do I always say? If it doesn't feel right, it isn't right. So when something doesn't feel right, say no. If it's too much, say no. Set boundaries. I don't care what, the, what it looks like to set boundaries. Office hours, whatever it might be, say no. Establish those boundaries. I purposefully, in the past year or so, got a personal phone. And because I, I always had just one cell phone, you know, the cell phone that you always have. And that was my, originally that was my personal phone that I've just always had. But it turned into also being my work phone and my business lifeline basically because I do everything on my phone and then I was realizing as I'm going out like going on dates or even just going out with friends or spending time with family my work phone is blowing up because people message you at all times at all hours and I always respond and I always engage and I always participate and I always feel guilty if I don't answer and so I wasn't fully present because I was kind of always on the clock I was working 24-7 because the phone was going off 24-7. But now, ever since I got my personal phone, I was able to set boundaries like work hours. And even though I don't work an office job like a 9-to-5, I kind of treat it that way. There are definitely some days where I have work to do where I'm working a bit later. Like right now, for example, it's 6.30 and I'm working. So of course I have my work phone out. I'm on the computer and all that. But for the most part, I have been truly honoring the boundaries of working nine to five. And once I'm done working, the work phone goes away and I'll get back to it the next day. Unless you're on a deadline, nothing is an emergency. And it took me a while to learn that. Now, granted, sometimes you are on a deadline and you do have to work late or be a little bit more urgent and be on top of your shit and of course that's absolutely fine but that's usually not the case people are usually not on like a severe like serious urgent deadline usually it's just like you want to get things done sooner rather than later or you are like kind of a control freak and and you you need to like know things at a certain time and you want to make sure that you know what's going on with said thing but regardless nine out of ten times it's not an emergency so maybe you're just like asking a coworker, a friend or a friend like a, a question or you there's just something that you're like oh I don't really know how to do that let me ask somebody what difference does it make if they tell you now or in the morning if they tell you now sure you'll have the answer a few hours sooner you'll be able to start working on it a few hours earlier but ultimately the sky is not falling by a difference of a few hours getting the answer to your question so you have to realize if it's not an emergency and it's not a deadline then it doesn't need to be treated as such and I'm someone who's always been a big control freak when it comes to work and so there have been times where I was working with people who do establish boundaries and work hours for themselves and even if they have the phone on them they just simply don't answer you until the next day if if somebody work related or business related is contact contacting them at 7 or 8 p.m they don't respond at all and there have been times where because I'm operating from that scarcity control freak mindset I'm like what the fuck like answer me you know 
And then I actually started to really respect them more because now since they weren't answering me after business hours at all and they were really firm in their boundaries, I stopped contacting them after 5 p.m. Or I knew, you know, if I have a question, I need to save it for 8, 9 a.m. the next day. Or even if I do send it now, I know I'm not going to get a response now. So I began subconsciously following their boundaries even when I was still working because I'm like, oh, I know that she won't answer right now. Oh, I know that he won't get back to me till tomorrow. And then implementing it into my own life. And so when I had a client who was constantly texting me at 10 p.m. And then if I didn't answer, she would send me question marks. The next morning, I would just be like, hey, yeah, I saw your message. I just don't, I don't answer at 10 p.m. Like if you needed me, then you're going to have to wait for the morning. And it was never anything that serious. And so as I started doing that more and more, I realized how much more people respect me and my time because they know that they're not going to get a response from me. And they know, especially after hours, I'm not just not seeing your message. You don't have to send me a question mark or double text me. I am purposefully not responding because I have a boundary. I actually had a client who has clients because she was one of my coaching clients, but she has a business where she has clients in her own way. And her clients were just blowing up her phone at all different hours. And she was always responding. And when we were working on boundaries in her sessions and I was asking her what comes up for her, she's like, work, my clients. I don't, I just don't have it in me to tell them no, or I don't have it in me to not answer the phone. Like if I see my phone going off, I'm going to respond or she was afraid that her clients are going to drop her or fire her if she doesn't answer them fast enough. She she was operating from a place of like, but if they need me and I don't answer them, then they're going to find somebody else. And so my advice to her was then let them find somebody else. Let them find somebody who has no respect for themselves and will work all hours of the day till they're absolutely burnt out. And then they don't want to work with the client because... They are just so overwhelmed and in over their head. Whereas they have you, who's super organized, respects herself, can do things in a timely manner, and everybody benefits because now you're operating from a better place than somebody who is like, you know, in over their head with clients and work and never ending. And when you operate from that abundant place, Watch how they start to treat you more. And so after we had this conversation, she told her clients that she's going to be implementing her work hours and that she will not be answering calls or texts anymore in the evening or on Saturdays when she's with her kids and blah, blah, blah. And what happened after that was that her clients started paying her more money and started respecting her time. So she was able to work less hours and make more money. I just remember her coming to me so mind blown and being like, you're not going to believe this. They offered me more money because there's more that they need from me and they will also be implementing my business hours. And I said, yes, I do believe that. 
why are you telling me? I'm not going to believe that. I'm the one who told you that's what's going to happen. Of course I believe that. Of course I know that people respect you more when you respect yourself. Of course I know that when you operate from an abundant mindset, you generate abundance back. It's the scarcity mindset that attracts scarcity. So when you accept calls at all hours of the day and night, you're going to have clients who are frantic also all hours of the day and night. And they're going to know that they can always come to you because you don't rest. You don't focus on self-care. You're not trusting your gut or your intuition. You don't have boundaries. You don't say no. You don't set office hours. You are a yes man. So you are just going to generate more and more and more people who, you know, like vibe with that type of energy. You have to remember that everything in this world is energy. Everything in our lives is energy. And we are a mirror. So scarcity attracts scarcity. Abundance attracts abundance. The same way that Love attracts love and anger attracts anger and confidence attracts confidence and insecurity attracts insecurity. You get where I'm going with this? Think of everything in your life as energy and think of yourself as a mirror. You will always get out what you put in. And the other thing on this topic that really comes to me is toxic positivity. I think being realistic is also a form of that self-care I've been talking about because in business, there is this thing, I guess, yeah, that we can call toxic positivity that has taken the whole like no excuses thing to a whole new level. And this was something that I originally fell victim to And then I also became super guilty of. So you know when like someone gets treated a certain way first and then they do that thing? Almost like think about like kids in school who are the bullies. And you're like, oh, that that boy is such a bully. And it's like, oh yeah, well when he was younger, he got bullied. So I fell victim to the toxic positivity thing. And then I started to become super guilty of it because I was doing it to other people. And it's like... You eliminate the idea of even being realistic because of this whole like, oh, don't give me any excuses. Now, granted, I don't give excuses and I don't take excuses. I think excuses are bullshit and I think I could also see right through excuses. I hate negative energy. I hate excuse makers. I cannot stand complainers. But there also needs to be the space for reality and being realistic And knowing that the reality sometimes is that I just can't do it today. I just can't show up today the way I thought I could. My mental health is taking over. Or I just have so much going on at home that I am really not with it right now. Like my mentality is just not there. I'm emotionally drained. I have something going on with a boyfriend or a friend. Or I have a lot of shit going on with my family and my kids. And it's just taking my mind somewhere else that I cannot put my all into work today or I cannot put my all into business today. Excuses are a whole lot different. Excuses are when someone is just 
not able to be honest with the reality of why they're not doing something and it's just like oh well I can't I can't I can't so I'm not trying to say that we can start like giving all the excuses in the world but I am I am right here saying it loud and clear I am putting my hand up waving the white flag and saying that I have been super guilty of not letting anybody have any reason to say I can't not today no and when you find yourself in that position where you're finally like I can't show up today you do realize how much hustle culture affects your mental health and gives you so much anxiety I mean like I mentioned this toxic positivity the guilt like living life with guilt is such a terrible thing for the mind and it does create like so much anxiety that you even if you're not diagnosed with anxiety or you're not diagnosed with depression or mental health problems like that you can still experience it in some ways because your priorities are just all out of whack and instead of you coming first and you being at the top of the totem pole you're not taking rest and you're not prioritizing yourself and all of the things like I mentioned in the beginning. And the other thing too is that success is different for everybody because realistically how you and I define success is completely relative. Success to me is going to be what's beneficial to me in my life and success to you is going to be what's beneficial to you in your life. I'm someone who my like true life meaning of success is really just freedom. So it's not necessarily a dollar amount because I'm not looking for a certain amount. Wait, I had to cut and stop recording right there because an email came through on my screen that I was accepted for the Jonas Brothers Verified Fan Presale and I am so excited. If you guys are a Jonas Brothers fan, then I'm sure you know this whole like verified fan thing that goes on is very anxiety ridden and it has had me in a chokehold completely crippled for the past few days. But I just got accepted and the pre-sale is in the morning and I cannot wait. But anyway, what I was starting to say was it's not about a certain amount because I am somebody who just likes to have freedom during the day to do what I want where I want when I want and I just love the simple things like being able to wake up at whatever time in the morning without setting an alarm and I can spend my day in bed catching up on Vanderpump rules and whatever show I'm watching if I want whereas somebody else might be more outdoorsy and their means of success is traveling the world and they might never want to have kids. They might never want to get married, but there's a certain amount of money that they want so that they can travel and spend months or weeks on end abroad or whatever it might be. And for me, I'm the complete opposite. Success for me is being like really settled down in a simple kind of quiet life that I just have the freedom to live however I want. Moral of the story is that success is relative, money is relative, all different means of living is relative for people and so it's causing anxiety for people to have this like hustle culture when we don't even want the same life anyway. Like we can't really be 
following the same rules as each other and all living life the same way and we're all like now causing anxiety about oh we gotta like run as fast as we can for this that and the third when at the end of the day we might not even want the same things anyway so what are we doing we're like chasing each other and <laughs> competing with each other and going after each other and all of this stuff and it might not be in a hateful way it might be in a positive productive way but we're all just like running for the hills and does anyone even really know why <laughs> does anybody really know what we're going crazy about definitely something to think about so with that being said that is all we have for today thank you girls so much for listening until next time girls Hey, I'm Charlene Joint, and you may remember me from season 18 of The Bachelor, and this is my husband, Andy. Hello. Together, we host Dear Shandy, a relationship podcast where we answer all your burning relationship questions and satisfy your guilty pleasure, aka bachelor needs. Not only do we provide the best bachelor recaps in all the land. So we're told. But we even bring on your favorite couples from Bachelor Nation for live double dates. Subscribe to Dear Shandy. We guarantee belly laughs, razor sharp advice, and to never take ourselves too seriously. 